0: Hey, Podfathers listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
1: excellent clapping today large today's episode of Podfathers is brought to you by our good friends at milk milk is delicious it's wholesome it's fresh from the farm it's naturally nutritious it's rich in all kinds of vitamins make sure you're getting the most of your milk glass and the most out of life by hashtagging love what's real on instagram or twitter so that we see it check out milklife.com for what they're doing again Having milk to start the day. We can't recommend it enough. Large, can you recommend it enough?
2: I couldn't possibly recommend it enough. It's a staple in the McCarthy household, breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
1: Yeah, I saw whenever you were riding around on the Vespa this weekend that you had like a milk flag. That was pretty cool. You took it to a next level, just telling yeah, all your neighbors about it.
2: Yep, exactly. I think the best way for people to stay healthy is to follow my lead and drink tons of milk. And
1: I thought the part about your neighbor who you threw carrot seeds in his yard eating, drinking a glass of milk while eating a fresh carrot was really lovely. It turned yeah. into a prank to making sure that he has great vision.
2: <laughs> yeah so i'm going strong bones great vision that's what we're going after uh, on the, uh so the house next door to his just sold by the way yeah he's not, he's not my neighbor he lives in the neighborhood the house next door to his sold and uh went for 4.3 million dollars very so nice 4.3 million dollars it's in the, the very nice part of town you can't see it from here Somebody paid over $4 million to live next to that fucking psycho.
1: And in order to live in that kind of house and have that kind of money, you probably need some strong bones so you can go to work a lot of days in your life and work really hard. You can't do that without milk. Let's go ahead and start the show. What you said about me last week was so kind. It was just so nice just tuning in whenever I'm gone to think about how much you guys care about me, how much you love me. It really I got kind of choked up on the train, honestly.
2: Well, we meant it. We love every single word. <laughs>
1: That's so nice. Uh, I had a really busy week, probably my biggest week in a long time. I started off the week uh, up in New York. So I only saw large for maybe like five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I was gone and in D.C. for a few days interviewing some congressmen, stuff like that. And then down for the NASCAR race in Charlotte. So it's been a busy week. I walked in last night and McCartney was uh, in the tub whenever I got home. And she's like, dang, I didn't want to be in the bathtub when you got home. I wanted to give you a hug. (laughs) So that was a pretty cool little moment. That's not bad. (laughs) Yeah, because usually when I come home, she like sprints to the door and like runs up and gives me like a huge hug and a kiss on the cheek. And she just like look legitimately disappointed. Dang, dad, I'm sad I'm in the tub right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like the opposite of wasting the good surprise. Like she didn't even know there was a surprise to be had and she just fucking was bathing herself casually.
1: Yeah. Do you guys, are you still at the age large? Your kids might be getting a touch too old for this? Whenever you go out of town, you bring them a gift back from wherever you're at.
2: Uh, yeah, I do. I bring uh like, we have a bunch of snow globes from everywhere we went and we also have um, uh, Christmas ornaments. <laughs> Like our Christmas trees now, we're at that point where our Christmas trees is just ornaments from places we have been. So I always do one or the other. So a bunch of snow globes and a bunch of Christmas ornaments. But outside of that, I don't have to bring back, you know, the – I remember when I used to go away from business when we just had kids I'd had to get like the, the expensive stuffed animal in the airport before mm-hmm. I jumped in a cab. <laughs> like, oh my
1: like, Oh shit. Got to get the $50 yeah. toy cab from New York. Correct. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, draw full of those things. But so, yeah, so we we're at Christmas ornaments and globes.
0: My wife, my wife just, uh, when I had a work trip and she came back and she was giving the kids all their toys and I was just waiting for my gift and I just kept waiting and waiting and realized I wasn't getting a gift and I was so fucking angry inside. I just let it boil. Yeah, I wasn't, saying, even gonna,
1: I wasn't even going to ask you, Clem, because I just assumed you couldn't afford it. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. I love you guys just as much as I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: So I say all that because I was down in the NASCAR area, and we did this little event where uh, they taught us how to change tires, like the pit crew, where you, like, throw on the big tire, like, over and over again. Well, at the end of doing all that, the guy comes up to me, the driver of the car comes up to me. He's like, hey, you want some of these lug nuts? and he's like as like a gift from us and I was like dude these are just like regular ass fucking nuts man like there's nothing special (laughs) about this but then my dad brain kicked in I was like hell yeah give me a handful of those I put them in my suitcase brought them home to McCartney I was like this is a part of a race car that daddy got dude and she was like whoa she has them all lined up on her dresser she thinks it's like the coolest thing and it was just some free lug nuts (laughs) So that was a big time win, and she's been like addicted to hats. And like NASCAR people, they give away hats at their little stations. Like most people do, koozies. It's like, oh, here's a hat with Pennzoil on it. Here's one with Kellogg's on it. So McCartney had like a stack of those. It was pretty funny.
2: Really and fun. how long were you away from home this time,
1: chaps? From like, was it seven, eight days? Yeah, eight days. It was my longest trip since I've been at Barstool.
2: That's a, that's a long one, man. I don't think I could. I'd be honest. I I don't think I could do it. Like, that's it's a long time.
1: Yeah, that one was – it was definitely a long trip. And normally it's just, like, four or five days and then adding on the NASCAR trip to it. But I did it that way because I've only been gone – like, this is – I've traveled so much less now than I had in the past. It's only my second trip this year, so it's not like I've been traveling a lot. The radio show keeps me a lot more grounded from – doing traveling over and over again.
0: So since you guys have older kids than I do, and I think there's a lot of shit, especially with the little guy, he explodes every time I leave for even a day. Does it still happen where if you guys leave for even like two days with even your older ones, you come back and they seem completely different or have they kind of like settled into like, ah, same old fucking kid.
1: Uh, I think it's a little bit same old kid, but there's definitely that feeling where you have to kind of adjust in. Where, you know, like you come home and your your house is essentially like that in-ground pool that people have been swimming in for a while. And once you jump in and cannonball in, it causes a little bit more of a splash and things get kind of out of set. Out of sync, and then you got to sink back in to get with the rest of the pool. I think that's that feeling for the first like day or two.
0: Gotcha. But does McCartney, is McCartney still like, uh, oh shit, like you're doing this now? Are you, uh, you picked up a new curse word since I left?
1: One of the only good things that comes about it is that McCartney doesn't care if I'm the one who puts her to bed because normally she wants mom to put her to bed. So if I come home, it's like for her first day or two, she'd be like, yeah, I will tolerate dad putting me to bed instead of mom.
0: You get that new parent smell back on you for a little bit.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Until I tell her she's not allowed to have ice cream, then it's back to normal.
0: We just had our we just had a little Memorial Day trip. We went up with three other families that um, all have kids, like a boy and a girl. Girl's the oldest, and they're all under six, so it's basically very similar. But we were the only ones, us and one other family, the only ones with babies. And let me tell you, fellas, I forgot just how shitty it is to be like the one with the baby because he AJ was doing what AJ does, cranky flailing his arms, trying to kill himself the entire time. Um, so this is just a shout-out to everyone out there because summer's here and vacation season's upon us. If you're the couple that has the baby and everyone else has kids that are, you know, young but not babies, your life is about to suck for whatever that trip is, and you're about to spend a lot of money to not be happy. So I just wanted to get that off my chest right now.
2: We did, uh, we did mix confirmation party in a restaurant last week, a Spanish restaurant like paella and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and my younger brother who has three kids that are like four two and less than one he he came and he came by himself without his wife and without his kids and yeah, sometimes when you're doing stuff at a restaurant you want to head count all that stuff so at first I was like oh why, why wouldn't he tell me and then I was like oh no kids, like you know, like those would have been the only babies at the restaurant. I'm glad they weren't there because babies are a fucking nightmare in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was uh, shout out to my niece and nephews for not being there. <laughs> 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 I think like their mom wasn't feeling good or something, or one of the kids was so just too much for him to take out even. So he just came solo. He was able to eat in peace. Yeah, I was able to talk to him, and then he, you know, he got out of there. And uh, <laughs> so to your point, like. I, I hate you now that I don't have the babies every now and again. I don't get mad at people who bring babies to restaurants when I don't have you know, my kid there, but it's kind of nice when you're not there.
1: You, know you I mean? guys want to hear how good of a person I was yesterday, speaking of babies? <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> so we I was on the flight, and I was sat next to somebody who had a toddler, and there was somebody else in the middle, and then – the toddler was just, like, kind of passed out on the mom's lap. Behind us was the kid who was probably two and a half, uh, brother and sister group, and the dad was holding the two and a half-year-old. This two and a half-year-old was freaking out the entire flight. Like, And then luckily, it was only an hour flight. Um, but I had my headphones on. I was watching this new Viking show on Amazon, which I was, it was not new. It's a couple years old, but it's fucking awesome. And so I was sitting there in the seat, and the little two and a half-year-old starts, like, acting like she is messy on the back of the seat, just kicking the ever loving dog piss out of the seat over over and over and over and over again. And I knew, like, because we had talked about that, this dad is probably freaking out at the time because the kid's screaming. He's trying to hold her legs, but I, she just keeps kicking it over and over again. I didn't turn around once, didn't even adjust in my seat, just fucking sat there and took the beating because I knew for an hour this dad was probably losing his mind and freaking out on the inside. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Me turning around and being an asshole helps absolutely nothing. So I didn't say shit. I, just got, I, just, I basically seat cucked myself the entire flight. <laughs>
0: Pissing off the guy in front of you that has a shitload of tattoos and is angry is probably a very terrifying thing. So you definitely see. so I'll give you a round of applause, Chaps.
1: Thank you, thank you. I but then when I got out, I gave him a super dirty look and told him he <laughs> owed me fifty bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a it was a moment though. I and I also it was the kind of situation where I know I'm going to on a flight to Hawaii next month and having my children on that eight hour flight from central Texas to Hawaii is going to be a nightmare. (laughs) Nightmare. What do you think? Don't you
2: think you can get them? Don't you think they'll be in with the iPads and the movies, watch three movies, give them some Benadryl
1: eight hours is just so long for a hyperactive six year old. Like I probably will. And like the worst part is dealing with the, the time change because it's already like that's a big time change going to Hawaii from Central Texas, and then you're dealing with I don't want to give them too much shit where they fall asleep too much and they don't get too much rest because then you essentially lose two days of your vacation. Mm. Like I'm um, just being trying to get your sleep schedule right.
2: That's true. I didn't think about it. Oh, you know what? We we spoke about this last week. You're gonna talk to uh, Brandon Walker about not moving to New York. The guy is dead set. I think he, he feels like he needs to do it.
1: Ah, I, I when I, when I, when I saw that, my jaw dropped. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Has he said why he wants to?
2: Um, He's, he's, he's going about it, you know, with a, like with a certain degree of trying to show motivation. Like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. This is my shot. I want to be up there. I want to be visible. I want to be in the mix. His, 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 his you know, it's what he wants to do makes sense because I, and where he is maybe in Mississippi, like maybe he could just move into something a little bit more urban because he's out there in the sticks. Yeah. Um, so maybe he can get himself a little bit more, you know, like Memphis or something like that. Um, or Biloxi, or, or I'd say Memphis, just because every time I think of a great town like Nashville or Memphis. But if you're in Mississippi, like what's what's the great towns in Mississippi?
1: I like to have more internet access and shit like that. Like I, do, I think like, like maybe Biloxi, something Jackson, like those those towns. But yeah. I mean, I don't want a Monday morning quarterback the Toots career. But that is a terrifying prospect, especially if he wants to cover the SEC. Like why yeah. move to New York City if you want to cover the SEC? Doesn't I
2: assume he's going to want to be down there and. And whatnot. So, and I had said to him, if you're in a situation where you can't travel four days a month, like, you know what I mean? Like come up to New York four days out of every month, that that puts more of an onus on your relationship than moving all four kids. He's got four kids
1: that are that he homeschools. He talked to us about
2: it on here. I know. And so now he wants to go into the public school system in suburban New Jersey. Um, so I have to. I am remiss. I have to give him a call this week just to give him a couple of different neighborhoods to look at. But I am almost hesitant to do it, thinking that maybe I'll come to a senses. And I and I used you as the Rosetta Stone. I said, "Look at Chaps; he's killing it from his his place." You know, with the traveling, especially like Clem can hop into a, a subway, I mean, to a train or whatever, and be in the office in an hour and a half, and you can't. But it seems like it's working out in your favor.
1: You know it works out all right for me. You know what else works out all right? When I'm gaining a little weight and I need to have some DXL, that's the place that I go to get all my clothes because DXL is the one-stop shop for big and tall men like me, like large, like Glim. because big and tall is all they do. DXL is the perfect place for big and tall guys to buy some clothes. They have hundreds of brands like Columbia, Brooks Brothers, Levi's, and more in sizes that fit any big guy, even Glenny. Just head to dxl.com slash barstool and check out your store near you. They'll get you looking great and feeling more comfortable. And use the promo code UNIT, like our guy, Double Dot Blackadon. He's an absolute unit, and he gets 25% off by using the promo code UNIT. Uh, Yeah, there we go.
0: I've never felt an ad speak to me more than DXL. And I just would like to thank the good people there and my fellow co-hosts for being being who you guys are. We'll just say that. Thank you, sir.
1: (laughs) I looked... There were some pictures this weekend where I was standing next to the commandant on the Marine Corps and Medal of Honor recipient Kyle Carpenter. I look like a piece of trash in those pictures because I was wearing, meeting the commandant on the Marine Corps, I was wearing American flag karate well, I was, pants.
2: I saw that. <laughs> he, was in his, he was in like the, the tan shirt with the yeah. olive.
1: Like he was dressed. He was in like a dress uniform. Yeah, a service yeah. dress uniform. And I was sitting there looking like – just an absolute piece oh. of garbage. He walks in and I'm like I go General Neller, I'm like nice to meet you sir. And like go over and introduce myself and shake his hand and stuff. And then I see the picture. I have like titty sweat going on. I just <laughs> Absolute wreck. Probably wreaked the sunscreen. It was Ooh, terrible, man. You look like a juggalo in the off season. Oh, <laughs> I
2: didn't want to say hello.
1: Uh, I really did. I, I luckily didn't comment on my beard dandruff because that would have been that would have made it oh, even I'm worse. So.
0: Now, chaps, do you is it like a is it a Marine thing? Not smiling? Are you a non-smiler in pictures? Because I couldn't find one picture of you smiling in anything.
1: And you know, it's really fucked up. Like I, I am trying, actively trying to look happier in pictures. That was me giving effort this week because I'm not a big teeth smiling guy. I just always feel like I look weird when I do it. I try to smile more with my eyes is what I would say. And lately it's been looking like I have John Walker Lynn's knife to my throat.
0: (laughs) That's called smizing. That's what Tyra Tyra Banks calls it, smizing, smiling with your eyes. You have to improve that a little bit.
1: Yeah, I need to improve it because I look like I was completely miserable. I feel bad when I'm with stoolies too because they're smiling really big and I'm just sitting there look like I'm a miserable lump on the log. It's not a great look for me. You,
0: you look like Brandon Walker in three months when he's living in New Jersey, in, in six months when he's living through his first New York winter. And he's fucking exactly. paying for a house one fifth the size of the one he lives in now for twice the price. Exactly. So then he go into the office every day and get yelled at by Dave. What yeah. an idiot. He's <laughs> ruined his life and his family's life.
1: He went from being like making the best decisions ever to be like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: And he's so good right now as he is. Why would you change what you have going right now, man? Oh, God. He's an
2: SEC guy. I'm, I'm a bright guy. I mean, all that stuff. But when his – like, to your point, when his pipes burst in Cranford, New Jersey <laughs> – <laughs> and he's late for the Midtown Direct, so Dave can give him a noogie and Michigan versus Old Miss or whatever the fuck it is.
1: Yeah, so Dave, like it, so he can walk in and Dave could be like, "Why didn't you vlog fucking Vanderbilt Ole Miss last night?" <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Cost me preview. ten thousand bucks, asshole. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because Dave's going to lose money on SEC teams all the time. And Dave holds you personally. responsible. Dave bet on the Mets the other day, and he was shooting me glares because Michael Conforto struck out with the bases loaded. I'm like, Dave, I don't know what to tell you. It's a closer in there. He's hard to hit. He's 99 miles per hour.
1: Ridiculous. Oh, what a All right, let's move into a little bit of the stories. You want to do that? Clem, you want to start yeah. us off with some baby clubs?
0: Yeah, so we have some baby clubs in New York. Uh, Brandon Walker, I'm sure, will love hanging out with these kind of people. <laughs> uh, for $5,400 a year, well-to-do babies and their parents can now saunter into New York's most ex- city play- most exclusive playground, The Wonder, in Tribeca. At the chic members-only family space, millennial parents can treat their kids to $9 milk flights. Uh, Beyonce not don't hate that one bit. Just going to put that. that out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> However, they can also do Beyonce dance parties and reading sessions with Instagram influencers. There is no child care on offer, although members can bring in their nannies, because if you uh, uh, can afford this, you obviously have a nanny. Um, they, it is an 8,000-square-foot sanctuary uh, that launched on Mother's Day. Uh, the, la- the launch party featured a live horse dressed as a unicorn, a flash dance uh, mob of dinosaurs, and Ring Pops passed around on a silver platter. And uh, their uh, the Marissa Meyer Back Venture is, uh, uh They include bathrooms stocked with designer baby products and organic diapers, picturesque snacks, and adult beverages, and a Dyson-sponsored strolling detailing station where they can spruce up their prams during a day of play. Basically, I just put this on here because I hate the fuck out of all these people for everything except for the milk flights. I love the milk flights. I'm actually going to have a milk flight at my house tonight. I'm going to put the kids down. We're going to have a nice little, like, seven different kind of milks. And me, AJ, Sienna, and the wife are all going to have different kind of milks. But other than that, I hope all these people die in a fiery death. Other than you, Large, because I'm sure you probably are a member of this place already.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so I got the invitation because I, I, <laughs> I knew Myra pretty well. She was uh, at Google and Yahoo before the gender discrimination <laughs> They came up with her. Um, yeah, this is disgusting. But people will do it, right? If you have the disposable income and you just want to, you know, see, uh, be seen, seen and be seen, then I, I guess it's it's just as. Listen, I know a lot of people who are paying uh, twelve thousand dollars to send their kids to preschool, right? And it's still the same fruit punch and and uh,
1: Orange slices, yeah,
2: graham ca- crackers that everybody else does. But they're sending their kids to specialty preschools. So this just this just gets fill, you know thrown in the pile of the rest of the annoying pretentious shit that parents with disposable income do. I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't do it. I'm down to earth.
1: I think the Dyson sponsored stroller detail station is absolutely genius. I because whenever you have a dirty stroller, nobody wants to clean that, and they constantly have like ground up uh, graham crackers or fucking what are the what are those graham cracker bears called? Teddy, Teddy grams. Teddy yeah. Grams, Have Teddy Grahams all over the place, Cheeto dust. So if there's a spot in the mall, honestly, if you were in the mall and you had you set up one of those shops or the stroller detailing station right across the free little kid zone where they could jump on lily pads, that place would make a killing. If you did like twenty five bucks to clean your stroller, how many moms and dads sitting out there would be like, "Yeah, I'll get my stroller detailed." But think about the kid who strolls in there with his nanny. You know, like his hot natty, and then drops okay. the stroller
2: off to be uh detailed while he walks over <laughs> and does a flight of milk. You know, like, what's what is what is a flight of milk? Does it go honestly? honestly I mean, it, I just, it sounds almond. like just
1: like a little mini baby large is in there, like toddler large, <laughs> exactly. The with the goatee, like they just took the <laughs> Snapchat filter, your face.
2: <laughs> the guy hits this every now and again, it's like yak milk, almond milk, cow's milk, all that kind of <laughs> <laughs> cashew milk. It's just
1: takes it's a little like, sip. <laughs>
2: That's he, holds a it, goat. <laughs> he holds it by the stem. Like, you know what I mean? Like he knows. It does like a milk a corn or some stupid thing like that, because that'd be something a stupid kid that I had it then. you know, it's preposterous, but uh I, I mean I'm glad it exists, I
1: guess. It legitimately does sound like a scene from Boss Baby. I yes.
2: Know. Yes. Yep.
0: And Large, you were also the person that I saw as we were recording this episode. Nate asked who had the Cheese and caviar in the refrigerator oh, wow. at work, and you said it was yours. So let's not throw too
2: many stones from that glass and house. Let me, let me ask you something. Why? So, so it is mine. It's the caviar, and I have some smoked fish and some charcuterie. That I'm, you know, we got a bunch of it, and I couldn't get to it all on Gentleman's Friday. So I have it in one of the crisper drawers in the new fridge. The new fridge is empty, by the way. Nothing but real estate. Why? Why does Nate feel like he could go through and touch my food? I don't. I don't get that. Was yeah, that right, something that? Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that's more strange than me having caviar in the fucking office. Like, did he open it up and put his fucking finger in it? I don't think he could eat it now. I like think when I was with you. I wouldn't. Yeah. It's <laughs> Nate, right? Like, he's, I, I assume he's got a drill full of fucking hypodermics. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs> so whatever. It's mine. I, but- I think <laughs> I have the poorest person move of the week this week too. I was on my flight back yesterday uh, on the flight from Charlotte to uh, Houston. And you know those little snack boxes that they give you, where you can have a little bit of treats inside of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got one, and it was horrible. Like they they come at the price of like twelve bucks, and it has a cheese spread, a couple pieces of salami, some crackers, some Oreos. I ate this thing because I was starving, like hadn't anything except for a little tiny piece of banana bread from this artisanal cafe. I get on the flight, so I, I order this immediately. It's the only thing that looked like it had any kind of substance. And it was bad. And I didn't want to pay for it. Like, it was 12 bucks. I, I ate it, but I didn't want to pay for it. So I just slept the whole way. I, like, I said, I'm going to see if this flight attendant has the nuts to wake me up and make me pay for this. She did not make me pay for it. Whoa. I through, grabbed my stuff. And went out. That's a big victory for us.
2: Yeah. large. Did you see a movie this week? I did. I saw one called uh, "Oof." That's how forgettable. It wasn't a forgettable movie, but uh, it was two young girls graduating high school, and they realized they'd never been at a to a party, so they went to a party. It was directed by Olivia Wilde. You know who she is? She's uh-huh. stunningly beautiful, and yeah. she's married yeah. to Uh Book Smart is the name of the movie. So I went there with the wife, and um, I we went to Arturo's. And one of the kids had loaded up on appetizers and stuff, didn't touch their chicken parm. So I made two chicken parm heroes, and I brought in two pieces of carrot cake, and I did the cups of soda. So uh, so yeah, we got away with that.
0: So, so traps, you didn't do the poorest move of the week. Largest still did the poorest move of the week. No, it. I'm on a
1: sandwich to the movies. That's <laughs> delightful. That but, like wonderful.
0: Reusing those cups is the poorest thing I've ever heard to this. I, day. I, I tell top you top what, top.
2: I wear it like pride. I, I tell you guys that I did it. I, I, you know, I said, hey, I'm Mike McCarthy, and and I have a problem. <laughs> I, I the other day we took other people, other kids, so we didn't bring them because we didn't want to be outed, and I wound up paying for like six. Um, you know, movie theater sodas. And I, at first it hurt my heart and Andy could see. And Andy's like, but we just got a new, you know, we'll take them all home. We'll have a, a fresh thing of cups. He's absolutely <laughs> right. Probably gets us through the year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there you go. But uh, yeah, so Booksmart, it was, it, was, it was an okay movie. I laughed in a couple of spots. <laughs>
1: Well, there you go. All right, let's move on to the next question. That's going to be brought to you by Shady Ray. Shady Ray is an independent sunglasses company. So they're not just some big corporation that overcharges for shades. Everyone knows sunglasses are way overpriced. Shady Ray is out to do it differently and give people more bang for their buck. They have shades that are polarized and made to hold up no matter what you do outside. So if you want to save a Benjamin or two, you might want to give them a shot. The craziest thing, though, is their warranty. Even if you lose them, you break them anywhere. If I leave them in Hawaii, it doesn't matter. They'll send me a replacement pair for absolutely free. The free replacements if shades are lost or broken for any reason is probably the most unbelievable deal of anything that I've ever read on an ad. I can't believe they do that. And they start at just 45 bucks. You get 50% off. Shady Rate also provides 10 meals to fight hunger for every single order placed. That means that they've already given out 4 million meals. It's a lot a lot. Even though Clem thinks that just a cheese sandwich is fine, Shady Rays disagree and they're going to give 10 good meals to everybody. They stand behind their product and uh, they team up with so many people that have great things going on. Visit ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code PODFATHERS for 50% off two or more pairs. Buy one. Get one free. You can get two pairs for just 45 bucks. It's the best deal that Shady Rays offers and exclusively for us. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all their newest and best shades to get ready for the the, the hot summer podfathers is the promo code there. What's the next one? Purple Nurples, right?
0: Yeah, we got some purple nurples. So state police were uh investigated a physical harassment incident at Phillipsburg Osceola area middle school. Uh one 12-year-old boy gave another 12-year-old another person a purple nurple and the citation was given to the boy who performed the act. So basically I saw the story. And my question is to you guys: have we really reached a point where purple nurples need to involve the police? And if so, if not, or if so, what are the other infamous, like, what's assault these days? Is, is the purple nurple really worth getting the police's time? So we have fucking shootings every single day, it seems like, in schools. And we're giving, having the police come for purple nurples now?
1: I think shootings happen because we let purple nurples go unpunished for so long. I feel that a purple nurple is simply the most cruel act that you can perform in a public school. I used to get purple nurpled, and I struggled with whistling. Like I think I've said that before when I was young, I couldn't whistle really loud. And whenever I played on teams, we would constantly play the titty twister game where you would do it to this day. My right nipple is incredibly inflamed and slightly tender and has not been a little bit untender at all throughout my entire life. My friend Derek White used to grab a hold of my nipple really hard and scream whistle bitch. And I couldn't do it, and he would not release. I would be in the jaws of defeat until I could actually whistle. So then I had to learn how to whistle like a freak show, where I tuck my lip like this, and I whistle oh! like that now. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Derek, shout out Derek White for making you a stronger man. Yeah. So now I, I am very much against Purple Nervals.
0: It, you kind of fucking put my argument back and you shot it right back in my face and you fucking whistled me right the fucking hell <laughs> yeah um i as a man with you know large size nurples i got a lot of purple nurples myself being a, a bigger guy so i could kind of hear what you're saying there um large i want to hear your take on this i
2: you know what i didn't i didn't think that this uh i saw this on the sheet i didn't think that this was going to hit home um, but apparently it, it did. I first of all, I obviously there's no way I could have known that both of you guys had dealt with this in the past. I, I did not know about the whistling thing either, which is the most fascinating thing I've heard in quite some time until you actually whistled. And that is the most fascinating thing I've ever heard of. Um, do you, and it t- is like a freak show, you whistle like a freak show. People can't yeah. see
0: that you tuck your own in a, like your lower lip in this weird
2: little oh, thing. right? Yeah, because I, I forget about that, but yeah, chaps use two hands. To manipulate his bottom lip to uh, to make that shrieking sound. Can you do a regular whistle, uh, Clem? Can I? I am basically the best whistler you've ever met in your life. Can, can I get a little bit now?
1: No, you got to do louder. That wouldn't get you off the nipple, Clem. Oh, that would. You
2: would get.
0: See, that's the thing. I can't. You
1: got to do hot. it really loud. I'm almost a finesse- like a basketball referee.
0: I'm a finesse
2: whistler. Oh, are you more finesse? You can tell. But can any? So you can't do the thing where you put your fingers in your mouth to do that.
1: Definitely. I wish. God, think, I do that yeah. shit to people all the time. Can you do it, Large?
2: No, but like if we're in Manhattan, like hailing a cab, and I'm like, hello, hello, and all of a sudden my wife has that. Like she can do the thing with she her can fingers. Do totally cucks me every time. Damn. I just sit there like, okay. But you know. listen,
1: like that being said, I can do it loud. You want to hear it? I do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jabs, I feel- it's terrible. <laughs> I feel bad about the nipples and stuff, but that is it. That is just t- tough to look at. Um, I look for sure. Yeah. I've never been purple purple. so that's not an invite the next time I see you guys in the uh, thing. So really? I don't have, yeah, so I'm on the outside looking in, but I think about a 12-year-old boy is how, so what is that? A 12-year-old boy is middle school, right? That's what this is? Yeah. yeah. I, I could tell that that's, that could be like a 12-year-old kid when he latches onto somebody and pinches them in the nipple. That could be kind of assault-ish. Uh, but is that worse than the swirly when they dunk kids' heads in the toilets?
1: Different the atomic- kind. One's pain in the body and one's pain mentally. There's
2: always pain getting your head into a toilet. It's never a smooth transition in that porcelain. <laughs> yeah. There's always bumps and bruises. <laughs> if you I, I mean,
1: put in there like fucking Undertaker did it.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then there's toilet. that, the, uh, <laughs> the, the wedgie, right? The atomic wedgie where they pull it up and it kind of rips you in the grundle. There's a a bunch of things. Noogies, which apparently are still okay at Barstool, (laughs) as we learned last night at the St. Louis. That was a
1: vicious noogie, too. I mean, the arms flailing, I felt so bad for Riggs when Uh I woke up and saw that this morning. That was painful to watch.
2: I don't think these things build character, so I'm I'm okay to rebuke them. I'm okay to treat them as criminal offenses. If you guys want to go on it, I'll sign the
1: petition. I think there's obvious stages here. One... If you make somebody's ass crack bleed, that's a wedgie gone too far. I yes. don't think a simple wedgie where it's just uncomfortable, where there's no pain involved, is too fucked up. But if you're making somebody in legitimate pain and like picking them up off the ground and doing mm-hmm. it over and over again, that's fucked up. I'm okay with a noogie to a certain extent, but there's there's a two and a half second rule on the noogie. Two Anything ahead. longer than two and a half seconds is just bullying. Below two and a half seconds, that's just good natured fun. Purple Norfolk should be outlawed, and there's absolutely no reason to put somebody's head in the toilet.
0: Indian burns. I need a ruling on Indian burn because I think Indian burn is basically our line of demarcation here.
1: I think we're out on that just because of the problematic nature of the name. Native American burns. Yeah. Native
2: American burns. What about the wet? Uh, the wet
1: Willie. Um, I'm looked- in on Wet Willie. i I'm I have okay to admit,
2: the-
0: I've I've given. A wet willie within the last, I'd say, six months to KFC. <laughs> I've given, I give wet willies up pretty pretty liberally. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things that it's so mean but feels so good to do. That, And it's like the KFC. Like, no one's going to get mad at me if I do them the Kevin. So Have like,
1: you I'm... guys ever heard of the stink lip? No. So a stink, oh. a stink lip is whenever you take your fingers, like I would take my own fingers, get a bunch of my spit, and, like, put it on there, and then rub it across your top lip where you have to smell, like, my dried spit. (laughs) I do the, uh, I do. (laughs) Large's face looks so (laughs)
2: grossed out. So that's no bueno. the wet willies, I only do them to uh, gigantic uh, black guys in their wet willy colognes. Yeah. <laughs> it's co-host.
0: You know what's still a thing is so, tabletops. So. We had that on the Barstool Instagram. Did you guys see it? They're still doing tabletops to kids in college. Oh, is that? that big belly? That's where you, no, it's where you have one person squat down behind someone and the other person pushes ah. them, and then they fall over. Like, usually you do it on the beach so you don't um. kill them. I think those are, we had, we did those in spring break to everyone and came to the point where everyone would just keep, as you were having conversations, you just keep kicking behind you just so no one could set up a tabletop, which it's kind of a fucked up thing to do to a a friend or even an enemy or a stranger.
1: I'm also out, on pulling the chair out from underneath it after I saw somebody do it to a teacher and she basically broke her asshole open. (laughs) 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 So
0: if blood, if, if it gets blood or it traumatizes you, because I know, Chaps, you've been very sensitive about your nipples. you come clean on this exact podcast, I believe, in the past. Mm-hmm. we talked about that stuff. So. Yes. All right. I can I – can i uh, I'll rebuke purple nipples. You still want me? I'm in.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last section of the podcast today is going to be brought to you by our friends at Dollar Shave Club. I've been a member for a year. Hey, you remember when I came up, Large? You saw me there when – uh, K. Marco and Feidelberg and Riggs and everybody were going nuts about how I smelled. Mm-hmm. That's because I was wearing the Dollar Shave Club cologne.
2: They were, they were. I mean, think it was Feidelberg because he noticed it first, but they were raving yeah. about your smell. And then a bunch of guys came at not one girl, a bunch of guys came at you just to kind of get get a whiff of chaps. So I wore did. the
1: same exact one uh, Saturday night when I was having dinner with Kyle Carpenter, Medal of Honor recipient. He gave me a hug whenever he saw me. And he was like, wow, you smell fantastic. So it wasn't even just an office thing. You got to get theirs. It comes in like a, a set of six. They have six different kinds. Three like for the summer, three for nights, daytime and nighttime cologne. All of it smells great. You need to pick it up because you can get it for like $5 for any of their starter sets. That's the executive razor, shave butter, face cleanser, all that. You can get com slash podfathers. That's com slash podfathers. Let's move into the mailbags. I'll take the first one. It's from Donnie. He says, I know you guys complain a bunch about your kids, but as someone who is about to have one of those little monsters in my life, what is the best feeling you experience from being a parent?
0: Uh, (laughs) Actually, for me, I know mine's actually, mine's pretty easy. When the way, so that was one thing this weekend, actually. Every time Sienna, and AJ see each other, it's like they're the best friends in the fucking world. So you need to have two of them, when you're li- and your life sucks. But when your kids just interact together, it's like the most awesome thing in the world. So
2: that's mine by far. Huge? I, yeah, I, I mean, I think everything is overrated. I've, I've always said that, like um, Grand Canyon, the whole breathtaking thing. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I, honestly, I think most things are overrated. And I think the, the first time that I got to hold the kid, you know, with you, how it was terrifying, and you know, exhilarating and all that stuff. That it's a singular, it's a singular experience. Um, and then now, with my kids being older, every time they want to hang out with me, without me trying, like if somebody wants to like tag along with me, I'm telling you, it's it's more it's more fulfilling than having the captain of the football team want to you know hang out at your house or having the captain of the cheerleader team want to give you a hand job. Like having your kid want to spend time with you. You know, like you did something right where they want to do that is 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 also like a singular experience for me. And it makes up for all the other bullshit that we do have to go through. Um, so that's for me.
1: And mine is the moment of need, like actually being needed by somebody. And whenever, like if one of my kids gets hurt or something like that, and they want me to be the one that's around, like McCartney got a splinter. She wanted me to be the one to deal with it. And you're in pain the immediate, the immediate reaction is the this is a time where i need dad because it's actually bad like i feel mm. those are very cool moments so i like it when my children get hurt this is my answer mm. <laughs> i think they have a syndrome named after that. <laughs> <A> little, <laughs> Munchausen, yeah. A munchausen yeah good for you <laughs> <laughs> all right clem you want to do the next yeah. one
0: this one comes from wyatt who submitted a question last week uh and by the way chaps thought it's on the name wyatt
1: Uh, I fuck with
0: Wyatt. I like it. Me too. Me too. That was, I think, the consensus.
1: But you can't Uh, be a little pussy named Wyatt. If you're, like, a strong, pretty traditional guy, you could be named Wyatt. If you're some little bitch boy banker, get out of (laughs) here.
0: Agreed. Hope you're fucking not a banker, Wyatt. Uh, (laughs) Hey, guys, another question. What are some things to take with you to the hospital? That's right, Wyatt's about to have a kid here, or his wife.
1: Uh, Uh, I don't
0: we address this on the early episodes of Podfathers, too. So if anyone's going about to have a kid and you want to have bad information,
2: listen to the first few episodes of Podfathers. We break a lot of this stuff down. I yeah. never stay over at the hospital when I have a kid. Like, you know, when you have the opportunity to stay in your wife's room? I don't. I go home and then come back the next day. We don't, I don't know how far you guys are away from your hospital, but we've been lucky enough to you know be with you know, short driving distance. So I, I, I leave, and then they give me the opportunity, I think, to feed the baby – or have the nurse feed the baby and the wife takes drugs. My wife always opts for the drugs. Um, so I, I don't I don't bring much because I'm just there for a little while. I'll, I'll come back. I'll bring some milkshakes. <laughs> That's my big thing. Like I'll bring a big thing of milkshakes for everybody. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> a a nice.
1: Dipping roast beef sandwich, a hot beef sandwich. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, honestly, like I, I don't know. Uh, do you guys stay? Do you stay overnight after they had the kids? Hey babe, what's up? Brought you a milk flight. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my I dropped my bike off the Dyson center.
0: <laughs> I feel like such a bitch now cuz my hospital's 5 minutes away and I stayed at that hospital from the minute she checked in to the minute she checked out like a fucking chump. I feel like a real fucking chump right now. Did
2: you stay uh chaps?
1: Yeah, I stayed one night and didn't stay the other night. I had a um I was still in college at the time, like whenever she whenever this my wife had McCartney. I was in uh, college still, so I had like a big test the next day, and then I came right back. There was but a big I, Pimps and thief. I mean, do it the same. Treat, treat it like you would if you're going on a fucking long flight. Bring some snacks. Bring some iPads. Throw in an Amazon Kindle. Bring some, some, some headphones, something to listen to. This is probably the most overthought question, right? Like It's just like you're staying somewhere else. What do you want to have to enjoy yourself?
2: I kind of like hitting the gift shop too. Like, you know, it's not like those old school stuff where. Ben, correct me if I'm wrong. Are you guys go into hospitals where it's just that little TV that looks like it's a dentist light. Like now, the the, the hospitals have like Chick Fil A's and shit in them now. Yeah, they have the our place. Ridgewood has Valley Hospital has a diner in the bottom uh, called Kirth Cottage. You can go down there and get a pastrami sandwich and a chicken soup. Um, you know, you go down and to make the gift shop.
1: Sure, though. It, I think one of the largest, best pieces of advice was when after he had his second kid, he kept the cups from the diner so he could bring the cups back for the third kid. Free refills.
2: Yeah, I yeah. knew yeah, it was only three years apart. It was perfect. I mean, they were, they were shot to shit, but then I told the woman, I was like, this one's leaking. She gave me all new ones. It's the only reason we're thinking about having a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, let's do one more question uh, from Reddit. I'll take that one. Don't get me wrong. I love my kids and I do not regret them, but I really wish I would have waited longer to have children. I have two kids 11 months apart and they are two and three and I'm just exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted and physically exhausted. Um, I Clem, just moved everything. <laughs> I would have enjoyed my twenties more and I wish I would have went to school to get a degree for my career before having them. All this to say, this sounds like, I'll keep reading. She says, I wish to go to the store and walk down the aisles without them grabbing things, knocking stuff over, and throwing tantrums in the middle of the store. I wish I'd just go on a date with my husband even for an hour. I wish I could go out with my friends without feeling guilty that I left them home with daddy. I think that her first sentence was not accurate at all. Don't me wrong. I love kids and I do not regret them. I think she hates her kids and does regret them because she's not doing things the right way. This is something that... I've learned more in parenting. You've got to take time for yourself. You've got to still be the person that you are. I actually have been going back to my counselor and talking to a different mental health person, and she prescribed me to go play golf like once a week. She's like, you can't just be dad and can't just be work. you got to be you too. you got to go out and do things that you like, and if you don't, you'll just be miserable. This is the only life you get lead, so go play golf if that makes you happy.
2: I, I mean, this woman is obviously in her early 20s, I don't think, you know, like saying that she would have enjoyed her 20s. So let's, put, can we peg her at like 22, 23? You want to give her, yeah. Like, what, what age? So I would say this too. I realize that we're all kind of miserable and it's tough to get out to play golf, you know, once a week when you have, a, you know, all the kids and 11 months apart and all that shit. But if she just holds on, there are so many of her friends that are waiting to have kids and then they're going to still have little kids when hers are going to be in high school and beyond. She'll be, I I think about all the shotgun weddings I went to when I just got out of college, all these guys who were like 21, 22 years old and having kids. And now I think of them now, I see their, their daughters graduating college. Like they're all out of the house and I still have a girl in third grade. So ultimately you're going to be the winner, you know, if you can survive this part. So you know, do what chap says, you know, get some time for yourself, make sure you carve it out, all that kind of bullshit. But no, at some point you are going to be the winner in life.
1: And it's yeah. balanced. Like anything else in parenting, it is definitely balanced. You got to be there, but you also don't feel bad about fucking sticking them with dad. He's a parent too. Like dad's got a fucking parent too.
0: Yeah. Dad needs that. And you know, yeah, this is the other thing too. Like when you are dropping them with the dad or, or if you're the dad and you leave with the mom, like let them do it the way they do it. If, if dad, if you're leaving with dad and he's going to get pizza for them, don't be like, I want veggies and I want this. Just let the dad do it his way. Have yourself a night out. And you got to kind of chaps. You talk about this a lot getting out together because like there's times where like my wife and I forget that like we married each other before we had these little fucking monsters and there and like you have to go out and kind of have a night together and just remember the reason why you linked up in the first place instead of just being the person that watches the kid when I'm not watching the kid. So I think there's a kind of a you need your own time and you need just a couple's time without the kids because it's kind of the only thing that, like looking back now when people are like you know did the kids break us apart kids have to be the reason for like. Other than just people who should have never gotten married, they have to be the reason for so many divorces because my fucking kids drive me crazy. And I love my kids and my wife. So I can only imagine what people that are kind of on the borderline feel about
1: that. Yeah, you're exactly right. So if you're listening and you are saying, um, if you are like 21, 22 and listening, you're not really a parent and you've always wondered, like, did my parents get divorced because of me? Like the answer is resoundingly yes. 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 Most certainly. Absolutely. did. 10 times out of 10 <laughs> you might should kill yourself honestly because you ruined both your parents lives <laughs> Ch- Ch- chap said it but i think we all felt it it's yeah. oh, a said, verbal purple, purple right now we want to milk and cookies the love what's real moment we'll go into some happy moments <laughs> um i'll start I'll, I'll do this it's been a while since i did it uh kelsey is coming into her own as her little person And it's cool to see that she because she's kind of struggled a little bit whenever she was starting out middle school. And it feels like she's going into high school a lot more confident in who she is going to a band and meeting different people and stepping out and just becoming her own little person. And it feels it's those moments where you feel like I'm doing an okay job parenting. And then you have other moments like last night when she acted like a huge turd, like everything was setting her off and she's just a big old lady. Now <laughs> she's just a lady who is going to slam dishes whenever she's tired of put them away. And I'm just like, here we go. Here we go. New set of challenges. <laughs> so, that's my, sweet moment of the week is that she's awesome, but also the worst. <laughs> I love her. And you love her. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys again next week. Hopefully Clem will be off next week because I have some things I would like to say about him behind closed doors. That would be great. Fair enough. I'm
0: putting in the day now.
1: Don't you guys worry. All right. See you guys. So. Sure.